Welcome to the No Hangover Podcast. You can check us out on all our platforms, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google Play, Anchor, YouTube, Spotify, Now with Video, our social media platforms, Instagram, at No Hangover Podcast, and TikTok, no underscore hangover. Enjoy. Oh, shit. Either way, get shit done. I'm moving silence like a real G. Lasagna. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was with you until that part. I was like, all right. What? You ruined. That's ruined. Shout out to Wayne, I guess. Oh, Wayne says that no. shit. Did he yeah. ruin it? No, because he didn't say it like that. I know. I said it a little backwards, but you got what I was going for. It's definitely a line that I've uh, <coughs> I've hated the, the more I've gotten away from it. <laughs> Like the first time I heard it, like I'm not one of these dumbasses. Like I fucking got it. Like the like, like first time, oh, I was like, "That's a really good line." Because I was like, you know, 14, and, <laughs> and you know, bro, don't hate not, on not a dumbass. Easy F baby, bro. And then as we get older, everyone's like, "Did you know?" <laughs> Little Wayne said, "Like you don't say, like, fuck. you don't say." I would have never guessed it. I was like, I wouldn't believe that. Mm-hmm. Um. um do you guys want to get into these topics? Well, I'm ready when you are. I'm ready when All you right, are. Some exciting <laughs> stuff. I feel pretty swollen in this shirt, though. I'm not going to lie. You look sunburnt. Do I? I haven't even been in the sun, so. Just right here on both arms. On the outside. Look Wish rare. we had a tool alert. Tool alert. Hmm. No particular order. I think we'll skip. We'll skip the first one. Bring it in in a minute. Um, Eric, to you, sir. Why are so many men struggling with mental health issues? Hmm. Hmm. No, I'm just kidding. Because the world is soft. No. Um, and that's then there lies the problem. <laughs> <laughs> now I was doing that. I was gonna say because it's not really. Um, uh, it's not really a thing in. I don't know, like male culture, is that how you would say it? Yeah. Um, in brought, the modern world. How guys are brought up, not even in the modern world. For the, um, I mean, it's more accepted recently to be more open about your feelings and shit as a man than it has been in any other time in human history. It's true. Yeah. Like so, so not in the modern world. I think it's like more of a divide too, though. Like I feel like the more we tr- get into like, a, like it's understandable, it's okay for men to talk about their feelings the pushback from the other side has gotten like really strong. So now you've got like these quote unquote guys, like, like these guys who like think of themselves as alphas, which by the way, anybody who calls themselves an alpha is like, yeah, if you have to brag about it, usually not. Yeah. (laughs) But you have like those type of guys that are like fucking men. don't. That goes along with the little Wayne line. Men men don't feel just move in silence for that part. Oh yeah. No, I mean, but I mean, I feel like, like I said, I feel like it's an older generation thing. I feel like as we move further away from that and more into, and even like, you know, some people in my life that are older that have been kind of more, you know, stern and callous to that type of shit. Have, Closed off. Yeah, like have been opening more. up more and been kind of more, you know, softening up in a sense. And I mean, I feel like it does happen with any relationship, you know, in the world, like with men especially. The older uh, man gets, like, for instance, I see it with, like, my dad or my uncles. They're willing to open up more the older they get. Yeah, you start Because, like, well, realizing and just as well, they're older. Like, they've already been through so much, so it's, like, passing stuff down as experience. They don't necessarily, like, they're not telling you, oh, I felt like this when I was this age or this. 
but they're more of like advice or kind of saying how like oh this is how that made me or like not made me feel but this is how other people portrayed that versus like oh i felt this like this during this time and this time and this time they kind of just give you like a blueprint as a whole of like oh you can do this and don't worry about that shit like that like oh keep you can keep that in like we didn't talk about that or because i've heard i don't know about you but i've heard like talking to my dad or uncle saying just normal shit and they're like oh this every every older person and i feel like they're like oh the world is so soft or oh this or oh that like and we're over here like so do i tell you how i'm feeling or no like <laughs> how do you want me to go about this i mean it is kind of uh it still is a little i mean it's still like new it's a learned new territory new, ter- new territory still for for a lot of guys to all right well yeah, it's harder you to know, open this up. This person is gonna say something, but I still just gotta say how I say or how I feel about it's, shit. It's it's a learned trait too. Like they've never done it, so it's hard for them to pick up like how yeah. to how to do that. Well, plus, I mean, this is kind of on topic, kind of off a little bit. Um, also, I saw like in a recent study, it showed that like men that opened up to their partner or like men that opened up to women, usually um, with uh, it was like twenty percent. Uh, they did a study. I forget how many men it was. It was either 2,000 or 5,000 men. They did a study. And they had um, all these men open up to, like, their girlfriends about, you know, some like their feelings and being more intimate with them, basically. Mm-hmm. And it said in 20% of those um, cases, the woman broke up with the man within three months. <laughs> and then they saw that, like, the rest of the uh, percentage of women that didn't break up with their man had a different view on the relationship after that. And it basically like what the research was going off of was when a man opens up, usually women start to see you differently. Like, yeah, they start to see you like a fucking pussy. Well, they, they see like you as a having weakness and stuff. So then it's like, and a girl wants to be with a guy to feel protected and not, and I don't want to, I'm not generally speaking. I mean, just kind of like, yeah, broadening. Yeah. Like most girls want to be in a relationship with a guy that they feel protected with, they feel safe with, they feel like has them covered. And yeah. once you kind of, and that's just the reality of things. Once you start opening up and you let certain things out, people are going to look at you in a certain yeah. light, whether it's they're going to continue to, you know, see you how you are and understand that you have different, you know, sides of you and that, you know, one side isn't going to define the whole, your whole being or somebody, somebody is going to look at it as like, Oh, I thought you were tough and you were this and you were that, yeah. but you shared this with me and now that just warps my whole perception of you and now you're just a big old fucking wuss. Yeah. And I mean that's not I mean that's not the case like Yeah, it could be it could be anything like what they opened up about, but yeah, it's, it's no, like but the he, perception. I mean, but like no, listen, if you if you have someone that is a fucking certified badass, like they do badass shit and that's what they are, but they have, you know, they went through some shit and it is kind of traumatizing to them. That doesn't eliminate the fact that they're still a badass. They just, they still have that side of them that this, I felt vulnerable in this moment. I felt weak. Like that doesn't, that doesn't diminish the badassness, but people, yeah. to, to you, but, I, but to some people, yeah, like, it doesn't, the, it, it, into that survey, like some women, like as soon as yeah, they, but, as soon as they see like cracks in the image of the man that they've created in correct. their head. But that doesn't take uh, away the fact that they could still fucking snap your neck in half if they wanted. But it takes away their perception. Yeah, it's, of that. it's, it's more that, of the, yeah, it's but, more, not to say the allure, but it's more of like Dennis was saying, like they have a perception about you already. And then once they find out you're not 
100% what they think you are. Yeah, no. Like I whether it be, women don't like surprises. Yeah, no. whether whether you be everything else perfectly, you know. Some you, women, not this. Yeah, is not this, a, this is not you know to generalize all women. I'm saying but, the type of woman that's going to find out that they're when their man opens up to them and then yeah, leave yeah. them. That type of woman. Yeah, they're more of the okay. They clearly thought of you as one sp- uh, specific way, and then now they get a different view, and they're like, "This isn't what I signed up for." And they're out of their relationship. But usually, people like that are insecure in themselves, and, and in the most I mean, part, and they're using they're using that person as a type of fucking. Uh, they're being codependent on that person. Correct. And most people, I mean, that's that's like one of the worst things in the world too. Like, imagine you finally do feel comfortable to open up to someone, and then whatever you're opening up about, they basically are using that against you to be like, "Oh, I can't be with yeah. you because of this." Like, well, have fun in the world, yeah. protecting so, yourself. So it's like it's one of those things where. Men then, and those type of men, you, you, you know, feel bad for them because at the end of the day, they're going to be more callous and more, all right, pulled back, more reserved, more like, oh, I can't open up. I can't yeah, show I you mean, my problems because if I do again, maybe the same result will happen or. Yeah, you get, get a lot more yeah, men like holding that shit up. Yeah, and I get that, but like, uh, and this is like just how I've done stuff, like. I, like I, I've been hurt and you get hurt, but I don't feel like you could let people fucking change how you're gonna be because of, and obviously easier said than done, but like, you know, I've been I've been fucking brokenhearted and you know I go through my little shit, I get over it, but that doesn't mean most of the time when I'm getting ready to like hop into something new or you know trying to open up like that again, like. I'm not I'm not holding grudges because of what somebody else did to me in a past relationship or because I felt like it's you know it's well that's not you know that's not them you can't let yeah. you can't let cuz then you're just going to continue to just fucking it conti- crawl deeper yeah. and deeper into it a hole and then the you're cycle. just going to start fucking yourself up start blo- you're going to block your own blessings and shit like that when you get into that mindset which again easier said than yeah. done that's also you being right? you know healthy in the situation and knowing that you know if you do this it can block certain things but you got it like some people once you get hurt a couple of times they're going to be more resilient more like no i'm not doing oh yeah naturally naturally they're going to be like all right this already happened to me i'm not going through this shit again i agree with you like i i want to especially when it comes to like relationships i feel like if you're being honest with somebody that's you know you and that's between you and the other person whatever you guys want feel free to tell each other that's on y'all but i also feel like if you are opening up Either either party, man or woman, if you are opening up, you sh- that shouldn't be used against you. No, it shouldn't. And like, uh, for this study at least, and what this was saying, I was like, damn, like that's cold as yeah, shit. Yeah, but I mean, also, that, what was that percentage again? Uh, I believe it was like twenty percent of the women, but but let's be let real though, this. like, especially more recent, more recent history, girls try to, women try to put on that persona that they are. And, you know, more times than not, they are a little bit more nurturing, a little bit more sensitive, but girls are just as fucking cold and fucked up as guys are like in just in that survey. I mean, you could tell like if, if you're not providing what they feel like and is the ghost with anybody, the image. If, if a, if a woman isn't providing what a, what a man thinks they should be providing or vice versa, like, you're going to fucking go look for it somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know. Side note, as we wait for this, Kirk Cousins, fourth and eight, check down into the flats, three yards. What else are you supposed to do? Game over. (laughs) Check down, Kirk just cost them the game. Hey, there you go. 
And then he puts his hands. You know, he goes, eh, I, no. I fucked up, huh? <laughs> I fucked up again. <laughs> and now they're taking knees. Kirk Cousins should never. If anybody ever believes in any team Kirk Cousins is in, shoot them in the face. Uh, he sucks. He blows dick. No, he's not that bad. He's a serv- he's that bad. He blows he's dick. Ser- he's a serviceable quarterback. In the so NFL. don't believe in him. I'm he not sucks. saying believe in it. He's service, I'm saying if somebody believes in a team though. that I mean, he is on. He can on, get you through the regular season. But if somebody believes in a team that he is on, get they get what me. they fucking <laughs> They get what they fucking ask for. Well, looking for a completely other study, but uh, this one was posted in December 12th, 2022. Is like, as per studies, men usually uh, take much longer after a breakup than women do. Because it hits a man more deeply than it hits a woman. I mean, and let's be real too, though. Like, after a girl breaks up, how many guys are hopping in their DMs? After you break up with a girl or a girl breaks up with you, you, I mean, there's no chicks hopping in. There might be have like a handful. Like, you're the one that's having to do the going into the DMs. Like, girls have guys throwing themselves at them. Yeah. even when they're in relationships, there's fucking flooded with in their DMs and shit. And no, it's it's on a girl like it's a lot easier for, and in my eyes, it's a lot easier for a girl to get over things in that aspect because that's you know, especially in this country, that's what that shit is set up for. It's yeah, set a girl up for has girls to a girl will always have, have it more easier options and and you know get the easy the easy end of the of the stick or whatever when going through a breakup or something like that. A guy, yeah, plus has to, more, a guy has to put up with it, fucking deal with it, don't fucking cry about it, deal with your much. emotions on your own. I was just going to say, and it's more like tough enough. Once you're ready, left. you know, start doing, you know, start doing whatever, go yeah. fuck and do whatever the fuck until you find something. And that's why a lot of people say, like, build yourself back up in silence, you know, because, like, you talking about it ain't going to help you any. And, like, that's a sad well, thing. I mean, about, no, I mean, well, that no, goes, I'm, it goes saying, with our first point. Yeah, it goes with no, our first point. No, talking about like, it definitely helps. It does, but I'm just saying most men are like told, Don't, why are you crying about it? Like, just yeah. figure it out. With a woman is different. Like, of course, they break up with someone. Everyone's there for, oh, how are you? Yeah, and you usually, see it in movies. Like, the, they like, get broken up with. The guys are out at like the fucking gym bar, or the bar. Getting fucking pissed drunk. Yeah, by the, themselves. The like, girls going are through like it. fucking eating ice cream with all their girlfriends. <laughs> yeah, around. like they're already talking he it out. Sucks. And like, like Drinking wine. And, and to your point, there's already... A line of people, you know, for a girl, like when a girl breaks up with somebody, there's already a line of men. You see that, that fucking, she has to choose that, from that taking thing from their b- b- their bio fucking go away. That's fucking. Yeah, it's free game. Light. Like every, everyone knows the code. Like you start seeing pictures off of a girl's Instagram. Oh, like, she's single. Hey, like time to shoot her. You know, her DMs shoot. are flooding. So it's like it's one of those things. You as a man, you just know this happens. That's painful. So you're just like, very, well, very painful because you already know once you break up with someone, you like how fast they're truly moving on and you're just like Ow. and i mean again now i mean the more that we get into like you know modern time with social media and technology it is a lot you know the so rate of people moving on <laughs> is minutes. fucking incredible and i feel like to me like the times that i've been broken up and broken up with and shit like that that's what hurts me the most is when i see that they're just fucking to the fucking moving on so quick i'm like oh, oh, my, my heart, heart. Yep. Ooh, it hurts. <laughs> people don't. I don't know. People don't value either. You know that or themselves. That's how. I mean, what it is. That's how I'm going to look at you. If you move on within like minutes. Sh- <laughs> All right. Yeah, I mean it's the. I mean realistically. 
They might feel it for a while. I mean, there's always that, also that... Um, but there's no... there's no Drowning your sorrows in dick and pussy. <laughs> there, but there's no, like, well. foresight into some of these people. Like, there's oh. no, like, uh, how the, this will affect me long-term or how will I be viewed for mm-hmm. this. It's just, like, I want to feel better in... Now. Yeah. Right now. Some people, But some people need that instant gratification. No, but you some don't. People, you, you, you do, you do no, not. It does you, it does you more justice to sit and fucking sit with your pain yeah, and deal it. with it and get over it than to not deal with it. Correct. Pretend you're okay. Go, you know, suck some dick or go fuck real quick and then... And then you're somebody's on. fucking blabbering mess fucking crying. Yeah, because you're like, still holding on to that baggage. You never got a chance to really get yeah. over Am that Am I a whore? A little bit. I'm just a beneficiary and that's an, of this relationship. And that's another thing when it comes to like those relationships like where, these kind of questions. where <laughs> when baggage is brought from relationship to relationship, it's usually because that also who brings the baggage majority of the time is the women. Uh, it's not always this case, but I'm just saying. Everybody. Well, it, it yeah. they express it different. I but everybody, say, yeah. but everybody brings everyone it. brings the ba- brings baggage. But I'm just saying how people um, allude to it, or how people explain themselves, or just are with each other, is because, for instance, like say they were hurt in a past relationship. Some men will be different in the beginning of the relationship because they're like, oh, okay, I'm going to take these precautions. To show, you know, or to be different or act different in this way so that this same result doesn't happen again. I mean, at least from my personal experience. Like, shit I've learned or shit I've been through, I don't like to bring from one, say, from one situation to another. Every, you know, every relationship, every situation, every situation, ship, shit, is differently. I mean, yeah, but... I would I wouldn't go as far as to say that it's girls that are mostly bringing baggage because I mean, you know some I mean a lot of the girls that I've talked to before have told me some of their shit and you know I do also take things with a grain of salt when I'm only hearing one side of the story. Yeah, he wasn't shit. Yeah, and you know you kind of take it for what it is, but like we also we are men ourselves. Yeah. We have friends that are fucking can be douchebags and you know shit like that. We have been douchebags ourselves. Yeah, so we kind of know, like, all right, like, yeah, he might have been a fucking asshole, but like, you know, what were you bringing? Yeah. Or she might have been a, you know, she might have been a bitch, but like, what were you doing to kind of like, yeah, what, what was he doing? He like, there is blame, said. there's like blame to go around. Most times when relationships don't work like that, there is blame to go around. And you give like the least amount of, maybe not, but like the person you know in that relationship, like if it's like a friend of yours, like, yeah, you, it's like, you come on, know. come on now. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's right. the funniest shit. It's like, bro, who? I did nothing wrong. It's like, like, let's, bro, who are you trying to... Uh, all right. It's I like, feel like we're all <laughs> thinking of the same person right <laughs> now like, where it's like, you know... I wasn't thinking of anyone. It's, I'm just saying, like... It's like, we're buds. General, just fucking like, tell me what's going on. They're like, I don't see this shit. But that's the thing, too. I feel like people will fucking try to lie to themselves to, you know, keep a certain persona and shit. But, like, for me, it's like... But if we're friends, if if whatever, if you're in my life, it's like I love you for who you are, like the good and the bad, like warts and yeah, all. Like put up, I'll put I, up with your yeah, shit. Yeah, like your shit is my like, shit. It's like you don't. It's like you don't think I know your fucking your flaws and where you shine and all that shit. But that's why I'm your fucking friend. That's why we're together. That's why I choose to have you in my life because I see the good, I see the bad, I see what type of person you are. Like no one's perfect, so like don't fucking bullshit. And Just, it's weird because you don't have to date your friends, so you can like have a relationship with your friends and be like. You know, 
best friends with him and be like, this person hey, uh, understanding, yeah, understanding <laughs> in a relationship, like, yikes. Yeah. Like, I, <laughs> no, it's true. I mean, fuck. Even, I mean, but I feel even like in it, our friendships, we all know, like, I mean, it's, fault you know, it is it's two sides of the same coin, though. Like a relation, I mean, like a romantic relationship, like you at a certain point, like, you know what things people can change and what they can work on. And you kind of know what things are like. That's who they are. And you just kind of like, if I'm going to deal with this person, just like if I'm going to choose to keep this friend in my life, if I'm going to choose to keep this woman in my life as as my partner. This is gonna get kind of fucking annoying. Hopefully, she can grow out of it. Hopefully, he there's can a lot grow more unknowns in in a uh, female though, because you're like most of the time, it's not somebody you've been friends with. It's, yeah, it's somebody that you're you are, getting. To you're know. finding. You're yeah. finding this whole new person. Yeah, you're like, that is true. Let's see. Let's see if this works. Whereas, like a friend, you also don't have to. You don't have to date them. You don't have to live with them. Like they're yeah. just like. When they piss you off, you could stop talking to them for a couple of days. It's not like it's not like some uh, in a relationship, someone pisses you off. You guys have to deal with that. Yeah, it's like fuck. But it is also just funny that we're all like, oh, I could see how this. Like I could see what, what the guys, real problem. Th- this was. might be toxic. Do you guys ever do this? Like when it, like whoever it is, it could be any friend or any coworker or stuff like this that you know, and then you see like a girl that they're with, like they're like dating or whatever something like that and somebody you haven't seen before you're just like hmm like you just like (laughs) like i know like based off their their past i have a good idea of what kind of person (laughs) you are (laughs) a little bit yeah no i definitely mean i feel like we've all we've like huh i didn't take you for that (laughs) we've Hmm. lived enough life (laughs) to this point that we could kind of like pick up on you and be like Hmm, let's see how this plays out. I don't yeah. know how it's going to. You but mean like who the people attract, for instance? No, like if you see two people get together that you know separately and you see them get together. Oh, like, if you know them separately. Oh, I wasn't saying that. Oh. I Kind of. I was saying more like uh, like person A. You've mm-hmm. And person A is your friend. You've seen person A date however many women. And, yeah. and you know how they act in relationships. Then they get a new person that you may or may not have seen before. And you're just like, hmm. Like, do you fit this mold of this? Is like, how- oh, like you have to fit. Like, like, ah, oh, uh. that puts you in a box. Like, you're that yeah. type yeah. of girl. Like, yeah, because they in go for the type of chick. Yeah, like, I thought that kind was, of. I thought it was more of that is what you meant. Yeah. Like, they have like a specific type, for instance, or they go usually for like, say, you know, clear as day, you've seen your friend with this, these different people, and you're like, oh, and meeting these people, and you're like, ah. They all have this characteristic, or they're all like this, or something like that. Is that what you mean? Kind of. Kind of, yeah. Uh, yes. More of like the de- more of like putting like not putting down, but more of like uh, we all have friends that treat women like garbage. Like we all have at least one friend, one or two <laughs> friends that fucking do that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just but like our, when you see a girl with that friend, you're like, why? Run, yeah, what do you yeah do? but you Go can't say it, way. so you're like, <laughs> yeah. I wish you the best, sweetheart. I wish you the best. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I don't know what you see in this guy, charge but... It, charge it to the game, I guess. Because yeah. you feel bad, honestly. You're like, I love my friend, but damn. I and then they're so, like, wide-eyed and bushy-tailed the first time you meet them. They're like, oh, you, you have no idea. don't know what you're getting yourself into. Whereas you see some people are hard in vets, and you're like, you, you know what the deal yeah. is here. I'm like, you get it. Oh man, or well, even dating, or like, even dealing with that person. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like you know the person. You're like, okay, I know both of you. You, you see, what this you makes mean. sense. Yeah, or this makes no sense. Yeah, dating is such a weird thing. I feel like I've been in that, in particular. Yeah, like getting to know people and shit like that, and like going through that process has always been like. 
it's a fun like fake thing that we all do <laughs> for with real, each other. That's why. That's why it's literally called the game. If people are, like talking to the game, because it's oh, this isn't you at all. It's fucked. It's so fucked when it's like you're trying to you're being as honest as you can be, and you hope the other person is doing the same, and then other shit comes to light where you find out. A lot of things, but they you're were not saying. being as honest. Like you, you are not being as honest as it's you can be. I look. We at, all have bad traits yeah, about no, us that we are not bringing to the surface. I look at a relationship or getting into a relationship the same way I look at Instagram. People are only going to show you the best yeah. of them. They're not showing you them struggling. They're not showing you them going through this pain, this suffering. They're only showing you the fucking rainbows and butterflies. Like, oh, this is my life. No, it's not like that. Like even, and I'm, I mean, I'm guilty of it. I feel like everyone's guilty of it where you paint this picture of this is who I am. Yeah. But then you kind of have to spend, least, a, spend a week with that person. At least, at least I'll like, and I don't know if it's a good or bad thing. And seeing these studies made me not want to do it as much, but I still do it. I open up more and show, give people more of like some things from my past to show like why I'm sort of, or why these things kind of align with who I am mm-hmm. and what kind of like made me this way. Yeah. Versus just showing them, oh, I'm this way. I kind of yeah, like, that's... I kind of give them some background information, but even then, to an extent, I'm still we're all liars. Not sugarcoating it, yeah. but we're all we're liars. To, but I, I don't give as much fluff when I'm dating people. Like, I'm not gonna go off rip and just fucking tell it my whole shit. And like, not even fluff. when things come out, I'll, I'll talk about it. But like, a lot of people do kind of like on a first date, I got to put my best on and fucking do this and that and all that extra shit. And it's yeah. like when that's not what you do all the time, like. I get you're trying to impress, but like just that's do, not you. Just yeah. do what you do. But, but that's just, just do part what you of do. like that's just what happens. And you you can't say you don't do it. I'm not. I, <laughs> I said I do it to an extent, but yeah. like I, I was fluff is not much. even the fluff. Like the even if you fluffed none. Like even if you just took somebody out on a normal date, dressed you know good, but like you know not to the nines. Like you're still not being your like you're not yeah. giving the most. Yeah. The realest, things, the realest the version of yourself. You, like. And you're not usually on a first date being like, oh, my biggest red flag is that just start going into yeah. detail of like what fucked up shit you've ever done or what shit you can do. Like, yeah, there's no scouting report out of it. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's more on just like you're going, for instance, as you're saying, I didn't give as much, I don't give as much fluff, but it could have been as men and as people who host a podcast and just in general, I feel like we're pretty well at fucking going through a conversation we can lead a conversation yeah if there's something i don't want to come out of a conversation i could easily lead a conversation though into my benefit yeah but i mean but that's the thing though like i don't like it's a skill you talk but neither one of you wants to talk about it i don't really fucking yeah like if it start if the conversation is going in a certain direction then i will go until i'm like you know what like Maybe I shouldn't say maybe this. this is too much for the first, but like there's to me, like, I don't think I've done anything that's like so fucking like heinous or something that and that's like, where you're wrong. What, <laughs> Not and, heinous, but like well, there's, there's there's like I'll talk about times that I've fucking cheated to on a first date. I will talk about that shit if it gets brought up well, in conversation. That's a lot. Hey. But who most Kudos people have cheated. Most people have. And that's the thing. Like, I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, no, I would never. But it's like, bitch, me and you both know that we have both cheated at some point or, or betrayed. Where's the great? Where's or, the yeah? Where's the betrayed, great? Area? Betrayed somebody's trust in that sense. Yeah. And it's like, I'm not going to sit here and make myself. Oh, no, I would never. I've right. never done anything like that. But yeah. like, I'm not going to just come out 
out of the blue and just say, but if the conversation hey, goes na- in that name's direction. name's Eric also. <laughs> it's like, I've, yeah. I've cheated this time, this time, and this time. <laughs> so dinner at eight? <laughs> but if it, gets bro- try, if, though, it, if it gets brought up in conversation and those type of things come up, then it's like, all right, well, don't ask questions you don't want to hear the answer to. Yeah, like people. <laughs> yes and no, but that's people a toxic. Want on, men too. People want honesty, and until, until they don't, people can't. Uh, that Pandora's box, man. You not cannot put that shit that's back. You and cannot put that shit back. In recent times, like I've straight up came out and been like, "No, I do not want to know these things. Oh, yeah. Don't you let me know these things. I have a perception about you the same you have as me. Let's keep it at that." We're riding this wave until, until you know, we, until, until shit hits the fan. Until, but yeah, until we have to, but. Until you're so comfortable with somebody where you're like that, whatever that thing is, it's like not breaking. Correct. It like can't, it can't hurt. Cause I've dated oh, 400 men. Oh. It's like, Oh shit. <laughs> God. I, I'd be like, <laughs> it'd be like, okay, when you say dating, how far does the date go? <laughs> yeah. I literally, my very like first question would be, do you describe dating as fucking these people or <laughs> yes, just going what, out on dates? That's what she describes it as. Like if that's what the rhetorical comes back with. I'm gonna be like, I would feel like this a was a good. Boy. I'll be like, this was a good run. I care for Waiter? you, but I will never see you. Waiter, <laughs> I would feel like a little boy. I would probably, I would just be like, check please. I'd be like, I need a round. <laughs> like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna need a shot. Excuse me, sir. Make it a triple. <laughs> like, well, about to make it 401. Oh, <laughs> Boom. <laughs> and that's like what you hear on a first date type shit. But then, for instance, if that's what you hear on a first date, that changes the whole dynamic of the relationship. Well, no shit. <laughs> if, if you hear this, you know, say you're two, two and a half, three years in, you're like thinking about marrying someone. And they're like, before I want us to be completely honest with each other before we get married. I've had sex with, and then they give drop a bombshell oh like that. God, like, I don't would, want that conversation. No. I'll be like, why would you tell me that yeah. now? I would like, be like, why you, would you do oh, Nothing good comes out <laughs> like, of this conversation yeah. at this time. Like, Correct. Jesus Christ. I'd be like, you, what the I'd fuck? be like, you, you should have died me, with that. You? Yeah, you, you should have died with that information. No, but I feel like that's why it's important to like have those uncomfortable conversations and get shit out like as like yes. as the as the relationship goes on i feel like the sooner you get these things out the easier it is to make these type of decisions and like in your head is this someone like is that something back to my point is that something that i could deal with and like understand that that is a part of this person yeah have be an adult ever, about certain things have, too remember when we watched the movie gone girl the mm-hmm. ben, the ben affleck yeah, yeah. movie the one of my favorite lines of all uh like in that, I think it's in the book where it's like that movie's so fucked up too. Exactly, but it's like it's about people like who have been together for relationships, rediscovering things about them that they might not have known. Is that the movie where he's like letting his? He's basically a cook. No, no, no that's the no. that's the Deepwater Anadarmus movie. No, that's when he like his wife is like blackmailing him and framing him for like a murder or like trying well, to spoilers get i'm gonna cut that part out well, i mean that movie's how old now 10 years nine yeah. years if you haven't seen it now that's not a spoiler oh well it's a it's a ben affleck roseman pike david fincher movie it's really good but there, it's about you know like about discovering your partner and like and the one review i saw of it is like unfortunately as you go on in life there will be a time in your relationship and your marriage where your partner will surprise you and in most times, that surprise is going to be a disappointment. Yeah. Well, that's, like, not going to be a good surprise. And it's the the whole movie is, like, like th- they tried to be, like, this adventurous couple, like, for their one-year anniversary, they did this. For their 10-year anniversary, they did this. And then their marriage is completely falling apart. So they've 
they've created this image in their head of each other and how they've always been this perfect thing. And then when they see this as a whole, their life and they have a great marriage at first. And when they see this thing collapsing in their lives and the, you know, recession and the financial mm-hmm. crisis and it yeah. becomes, it becomes shit. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. it leads to a much darker, darker yeah. path. But <laughs> it's one of the yeah. darker movies you can. Yeah. But like I said, I feel like that's why it's just, you just, Fucking be yourself. Don't fucking like, to a point though. No, nah, bro. Fuck it. <laughs> fuck it. Fuck it. I mean, if because you do. I mean, I mean the goal is like, to find someone who like, loves you for obviously, you. Yeah, like I said, like I'm not out here fucking just giving out my whole life story at first. But I just go with the conversation. If it gets to a point where I'm like, you know what, I would love to talk about this, but I'm not comfortable talking about this. Which for me personally is just not much. Because again, I don't feel like I've done anything that's so like shitty that it you know if someone's gonna think that i'm a shitty person for what shitty things i've done it's like all right well you know most people have done this shit like i fuck up i'm not i'm not a saint but like you know if they're gonna get mad at me at that then it's like then you are not the person i want to be with anyways right like if i'm out here fucking murdering somebody and i'm keeping that shit a secret and then oh hey by the the way like i shot somebody i'm a bank robber (laughs) like i fucking killed people in cold blood like you still love me like (laughs) (laughs) yeah like but you know like that movie, people got fucking <laughs> deep, fucking dark, twisted minds. So. Yeah. <laughs> you just never know. You never know. It's a great movie. It really was. Fucking it was pretty fucking. Ben Affleck, man. Great movie. It sucks, but he did do a good job in that movie. And the town, and Argo. I don't think I Ben Affleck the town. I never sucks. Watched Argo. I just didn't like him as Batman. I didn't like him as Batman. He's a good Bruce Wayne. He's not a good Batman. I like him. Actually, he's, he's actually fine. He's just in a bad movie. Just like, what's his name? Pattinson is a good Batman, not a good Bruce Wayne. We don't know that yet. He's been Bruce Wayne for like <clears throat> 40 minutes. Yeah, but he was such a fucking... Uh, a gothic, uh, goth uh, little uh, nerd. That's what it seemed like. Oh, uh, this shit sucked. Uh, I'm rich. Uh. That's what it, it just came... I'm like, bro, I want uh, the fucking playboy... His life does kind of suck. It does, but that's what Batman's for. Bruce Wayne is the fucking playboy billionaire fucking That's why rich. Christian Bale. That's my guy. It's also in a much better movie, guys. Yeah. Christopher Nolan, like, no offense, <laughs> he's, he makes really good fucking movies. Yeah, he does. Well, Christian Bale's the goat. That's all I'm saying. But, like, Zack Snyder, like, no offense to him for making Batman or Superman or, I think, Todd... F- no, who made... Matt Reeves made the Batman. It's like, you're not Christopher Nolan, and that's okay. <laughs> not Nobody else is. Yeah, it's just a different version. Uh, fuck. Yeah, well, yeah, we digress. We digress on the Batman stuff. But, yeah, I mean... It's more of a relationship talk. Hmm. What the Batman? Yeah, it was a segue off of the like being who you are, kind of. That's the mask, right? Yeah, he's not. Who I'm he Batman. Is. The Bruce Wayne is the mask. Bruce Wayne is the mask. The cape and cow is who he really is. Boom. That's why. He's that's the why he's the best superhero. That's why he's the best. Mm. Yes, he is better. I'll die on this hill. Uh, that's matter. fine. So will Superman. So there you go. Damn. <laughs> I'll die with Damn. my boy. <laughs> Just if like it that. was, <laughs> if it was one person in the entire planet, though, in the entire universe, that I'm like, oh, please save my life. I'm picking Superman over Batman. Okay, okay, That's but fair. you know what's a great analogy? You know how everyone in the NFL is fucking super athletes. You know what separates them though? The mindset, the, the fucking, and Batman has that. He is willing to fucking right. go the you distance. Sir, shut the fuck Superman has too much of a fucking conscience. With all that power, he has all the talent in the world, but doesn't have the fucking I'm, dog. I'm in a him. Superman fan. I'm just not as big. Of a he fan. don't have that dog in him. He's that guy. Batman Simply, is, Super, he is that guy. Ba- Batman fucks is basically <laughs> what he's trying to get. Have Batman's you seen that? Got meme? That dog in him. 
Oh, shit. All right, what's next? What we got? What we got? What we got? Let's fucking... I only know one of the two stories remaining. I only have information. Info. Proprietary. I don't have any proprietary information. I have what I know. What I believe. The video. Government. Ah, that one. Okay, you're going off the top. Um, I'll let I'll, let I'll let Eric decide which direction well, you want to go. Dana I don't care. We can talk about UFOs in space. I just saw. Did SpaceX just launch some, something today? Because I'm all the way down here from. Nope, that was another UFO. From Jacksonville, I saw something fucking. I U- wouldn't be surprised. UFO sighting. They're, yeah. they're at work all the time. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. Just driving down I-95, seeing that shit. You ever or been to for a launch at Kennedy? I have actually. My dad worked at NASA. Fucking for a, a cool. While, nope. So we went. Yeah, that's one of the cooler things you'll ever see. Yeah, that shit is pretty. Uh, Powerful. It's a powerful days. fucking feeling. Like you, you're just like, holy shit. Yeah, you get like the physics of like how the world works. Yeah, being like, at one of those things, you're like, oh. Trying to shoot something in the fucking space takes a lot of fucking resources and energy and fucking fuel and a whole bunch of fucking manpower. We'll get to the next story eventually. <laughs> Have you guys ever seen the movie October Sky? It's about rockets. Nope. Jake Gyllenhaal. He's a kid. Mm-mm. Very good. Very good movie. It's about uh the, the okay. space race and shit like the that. Space race. Hmm. Not having, but space is pretty fucking wild. It's got, you know they use over like a, I think it's like a hundred or a hundred thousand, which is a very big difference. But I think it's like a hundred thousand gallons of water every time a rocket goes it's up. Definitely not a hundred gallons. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't mean a hundred. I meant like either like a hundred. Uh, I don't know if it was a hundred thousand or how big of the gap was, but it's a fuck ton how of big, water. How big of the gap? To suppress <laughs> to suppress the sound. Just the sound alone of when a rocket takes off. Like, I mean, it's it's it's, it's a one of those experiences. Like, if you don't live in in Florida or I guess Houston still launches things, do they? I don't know. But Oops. if you've never lived in one of those two states, I would assume that like, how do you? Yeah. Th- what do you think about like NASA and space exploration? Like, uh, I could see people being like, "That's not real." Yeah, <laughs> but Honestly, like, if, if you haven't seen it, someone in the but backwoods of Kansas, every fucking yeah. every week, somebody's like, like, "Look outside," and you're like, "Oh shit, look yeah. at that." But I mean, I'm, the UFO sightings—that's where all the UFO sightings happen in the fucking Midwest, and, and fucking, we don't get those. No, Florida doesn't get like UFO sightings. No, we don't. Maybe there's a reason because we're launching so much shit into space. We already have an eye up there looking. So. We also don't have trees. Well, plus, yeah, I think it's also another thing. Like when I was out in Washington, for instance, not Sasquatch, not country. close to Seattle, of course. But when I would go to like Rainier, and would you just be outside? I saw the most fucking stars I've ever seen in my life. Like yeah. when it's actually dark. When you actually don't have cities, no less city lights. When you don't have cities, you know, fifty, a hundred, or thousand miles away, you know, I'm, you're just out there. Yeah. There's nothingness. The sky is crazy at night, and just imagine you see all these stars all the time, and then something like that happens. Like I saw, I think I saw one or two shooting stars while I was there. But I've been seeing shooting stars more often here. I've never seen one. It's never. I've never seen one in person. Bro, it's pretty uh, like. Uh, I think wow. I've seen maybe one in Florida like, in my life. Like, and within a year time in Washington, I saw two. I thought that was pretty fucking cool. I, I, w- I would love to see one. Like, if, if there has to be an app of, like, saying, like, this will come into your vision. And yeah. Probably. I'm sure, I'm sure there is. The way they monitor the But shooting the stars are, like, so fucking, like, quick. Like, it is like that. Like It's, it's a split like, second. Like, But, it, I mean, they're tracked for years, though. Most of the time. Like, they're asteroids most of the time just flying by. It's not actually a star. 
stars. I just had this conversation. A star, a star goes out, and we won't see it for a couple yeah. years. Billions. Someone asked, "Is a star like its own thing, or is it the sun?" And I was like, a, "What?" <laughs> I was like, "The star, a star is the sun. The sun, just the sun not is our a, sun. The sun is a star." Yeah, I was and like, the, "It's just not our sun." The star doesn't have to. I don't think a star necessarily has to be a sun for anywhere else, does it? I don't know. No, it's just I think it's the properties of a star is labeled like the sun because it's the same thing. It's, the sun is just no. The just sun a, is a star. Yeah. The sun is a red star. It's just a big ass fucking star. It's a red giant. What is it called? Yeah, something like that. red dwarf. Something beats me. All these fucking too many space terms. I have I have Venus on my arm, and that's it. I don't know the rest. But we have one sun in our solar system. But there has to be solar systems that have multiple two suns, right? Yeah. yeah. No, there's. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure there's multiple. Like, I mean, if you if you saw what I saw out there, there is. <laughs> You just look up, you see all these fucking stars. All but our concept of space and time is not like just because you can see a star as bright as day, it does not mean that like that thing is so far away from yeah. you. We can't even understand how. You can't far. Yeah, you it. don't. Yeah, you literally like it can go out and you won't know for years. No, not years. You won't know. Like you would have been dead for <laughs> forever. Billions, and then you, it's like billions of years until like light years until that shit gets to us that it's. So imagine all these no constellations more. and shit that those shits have been dead for fucking thousands of, I mean, longer than that. And it's been thousands of years since those constellations, which to me is like the dumbest shit because it really doesn't make any fucking sense. Like some Because of these that's how light travels. No, I'm talking about like, how did you get a fucking lion out of this fucking cluster of stars? Like that shit doesn't make sense. Well, when you don't have anything else going on in your society <laughs> and you're just laying down, you oh, start to get like creative. It's dark. <laughs> There's no lights anywhere else. You just see this. Like, like the Orion's it. belt thing. Like I get in the Big Dipper and the Little Dipper. Well, like, that, yeah, but like a fucking walrus or some shit, whatever type of shit war- they have. Walrus? <laughs> whatever the fuck animals they have up there. There's like a polar bear. It's like where? Where is the polar bear? I mean, there's again. If you go to a place like that, you can connect yeah. enough dots yeah, where you, you can, can get a shape out of that. We can't see like in reality. If you, we go outside, we might see what? Maybe if we're lucky, maybe like fifty stars that no. you can point out. Like, oh, there's one, two. Like, if you're counting like that, I think you can see more because your eyes get adjusted when you start looking up there. Like, you start seeing more well, and more stars. I guess if we go to a pretty dark area. But when I went out there, I'm talking like you see hundreds, maybe thousands at one time. You're just no, like, holy fuck. Dope. I've never yeah. been to a place like I that. I do want to go see. Yeah, it's fucking, dark as fuck. I like, want to see the northern You don't lights. see any fuck. That I want to. That's a side I want to see too. Amazing. I do want to go to Alaska where it's like dark as fuck, and six that's what months, you see. Right? Isn't it six months out of the year? Something like that. It's that, just that, dark. That area of the Iceland's another one that they're fucking dark, like a majority of the year too. Or and it's the, light. Like I want to go once, at least once in my life, to the place where the sun never sets, and a place that never has sun. So there's two places the like poles. That. Pole. I don't know if it's the poles, but I know Isn't there's like a there's yeah, actually, there's a, like I've seen it. Like there's a graph of like the sun never actually hits. It's not in the exact north pole. Yeah, but it's, it's up there. It's up there, but yeah. it's somewhere where the sun never hits. Like on because you know the Earth is on yeah. an axis. It's not the globe like how you see it. Wasn't there a movie about like vampires and fucking Alaska fucking shit up because of Twilight? No, it's in Seattle. It was in Washington. No, it wasn't. It was. Like, <laughs> it was like a. It was like a standalone movie. But Interview with a Vampire. And it was. Brad, Brad and, Pitt and, and it was Tom about Chris. that the sun only came out so often. That's yes, why they chose that area. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You know what movie I'm talking Twilight. about? Twilight. <laughs> Twilight. That's, Twilight. That's <laughs> the whole oh, point of Twilight. Twilight. <laughs> no, we no, we believe I, I, you. Uh, We're just, just fucking saying, with you. I was just saying the point. Like he no, made the, the movie. They turn into. Uh, they start to glitter. They fucking become diamond skinned. That's how I want to say it. Skinned. Thirty days of night. That's what it is. Speaking of Pattinson, spooky. That's yeah. what about him? 
He's Edward Cullen in Twilight. Oh, yeah. He's a fucking square. <laughs> I thought he won you back as Batman. Somewhat. Like, I, not as Batman. He's a I great mean, actor. As Batman, but Bruce... Tenet, he did a good... I wish they would've, he would have played that type of fucking Bruce Wayne. A little bit more suave. A little bit more like... But that's not what he was asked to do. Look at me. I'm the shit. I'm Bruce Wayne. Come fuck with he me. He could do that. I know. Oh, he give you should've. like a Tenet version? He should have been like... If he was like what he was intended, like if that Bruce Wayne, like that would have been the perfect Batman. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Because he is smooth as fuck as fucking criminal, bro. And I feel like trench coat. When they do the the launch, when they get launched from the ground up into the 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 top of the the skyscraper. That's why my thing is Christopher Nolan, man. When it comes (laughs) when it comes to Batman, like that's why Christian Bale will always be that guy. Because you you might not think he played the best uh, Batman, but. He was a great Bruce Wayne. I he's thought he probably, played a fucking probably, like, probably just fucking played himself. He's probably like <laughs> number one or number two in both categories, which is why he's. Yeah, I, th- I thought he was. For me, he's number one in both. Like, that's that guy. Ba- his Batman was crazy. The suit was crazy. The fucking Batmobile was crazy. Just everything was like. The Batmobile. Plus, I mean, plus, he has one of the greatest. I think he has the greatest performance of a villain ever. Not to sound. Batman's been in the space. Not to sound like a broken record. I think that comes back to more of the movie making. Like, you're tricked into thinking. Well, like, because there's only so many be. times a great actor can elevate a bad movie. I agree. Like, Val Kilmer and George Clooney played Batman, but those Batman movies are fucking terrible. Yeah, Val are. Kilmer and George Clooney are not bad actors. That is true. It's George Clooney one that's the nipple Batman, right? That's the nipple one. <laughs> Mr. Freeze. <laughs> Ironic? I think not. That's one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Like, even as a kid, I was like, this is oh, a chore. This fucking sucks. Hmm, this is a chore. <laughs> Arnold was Mr. Freeze. It's just such a bad movie. Yeah. Uma Thurman. Like, there's so many good Uma actors. Thurman is Poison Ivy. Poison Ivy, she's probably one of the baddest villains. She's sexy. That green fucking In Batman plant lore. chick. Okay. Black Cat, I think, is the best looking villain of any Them superhero. Them fucking things is thanging. Yeah. She's got him out for sure. And she's cast in the new... Uh, Oh yeah, you said the, that. the new whatever the next Spider-Man movie. It's not Spider-Man. It's Speederman. Um, something. It's Speederman. Sydney Sweeney. Shout out to her. Superman's from outer space too. He's from a different planet. Krypton. That shit blew up to smithereens. Which, by the way, to give your guy some credit. <laughs> all right, don't take it. Listening. Go ahead. Uh, Man of Steel. I love Man of Steel. I think it's awesome. It's a good movie. That first thirty minutes. Is incredible with Russell Crowe. Have yeah, you ever seen Russell Crowe? Yeah, I have. I think that's incredible. Like Russell Crowe, like r- risking his life for the sanctity of his child. Like, I mean, as any good parent should. Bro, the, the fucking Superman's <laughs> parents are Russell Crowe and uh, why am I blanking? Like Kevin Costner. Like, pretty good parents. Kev-o. Pretty cool dads. Kevo. Yeah, but isn't Russell Crowe? Oh no, who's ego and fucking? Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, why am I blanking on his name? I have the face right. Escape from New York, Escape from L.A., The Thing, Guardians, Hateful Eight. Ego. Right, that's his name? Yeah, that's his name. Kurt Russell. Kurt fucking Russell. Wow. That took a while to get there. He was a fucking asshole, too. He was a player, player. Spoilers seat. again. Oh, but these movies are old. If you haven't seen them, if I've seen them, then fuck. Then you're, you know, you're really fucking up. But 
He is. He's spreading his seed throughout the fucking galaxy, throughout the fucking yeah. universe. And with that, we have UFOs somewhere. <laughs> his kids just all back. driving around. <laughs> to tie this all back. <laughs> Bro, and then his son goes to... Am I the only one here who doesn't believe in, like... Like, I believe in aliens. I do. I believe in intelligent life somewhere else. I don't know if intelligent life has come to Earth. You don't know if there's an intelligent life that has surpassed our intelligence? No, point, I believe there is. I just don't know if to it's the com- point to the point where they can come visit other planets, or they just not. Come I think there visit, is, or they just don't come and visit us. I just don't. Again, I space is pretty fucking big yeah. and ever expanding. So the Earth is not the center of the universe. So if they're over here, sure, but they could have going to a billion different planets, and we're this grain of salt. On like the other like think of it that way like yeah, if you but, wanted to visit a grain of salt yeah but how many other planets have like uh, I mean to our knowledge have life that is as advanced as, as zero us that, so there you go so I mean if there was another yeah, that's to our knowledge advanced civilization <laughs> yeah, that's what that, I'm like intelligence to our form that could travel I mean there's got to be some type of like we're giving off some type of radio waves or something like that that right but there is a billion trillion. Different versions of this. A limited, an unlimited amount of Earth or um, intelligent species that reach beyond any direction you point to in space. Yeah. So eventually, there's going. There is one that is smart enough to travel between all a lot of planets, but I just don't know if they've reached our planet, and if so, we have been able to see them. I hope so. That's the question. Because I mean, think about it. What if they came here already and they were like, "Wow." Yeah, they but have like they're, years. Dumb, they're dumb as fuck. They yeah, have years until they I get there. I feel like to... that's, that also kind of falls into the oh, it can never happen to me mindset. And then when it does happen, so maybe it's like it I'm not to... saying it can't happen to me. I'm saying I don't know if we have like there's not uh, there's nothing that makes me think that we have seen intelligent life form from billions and billions of light years away come to our Earth and be like. Well, there is one thing actually: the pyramids. The pyramids of if you, if, if you believe that, yeah. Well, I mean, it's just, I don't necessarily believe or not believe it, but like, who knows? I mean, there is this. We weren't around, the wonders we, of the world. We weren't around then. There was this like, like uh, but a pyramid, how crazy that shit is on the degrees and how close everything is. It's insanely great. But that is a small. Uh, it's like a 1% chance of that. But, I'm but that saying. is a small uh, stepping stone in when you start talking about visiting other planets. Very true. When it comes to like, the- I give you a piece of paper and a ruler, you can draw a perfect square. Doesn't mean you can visit Mars. And that's kind of the leap that it would take for me to understand that we built the pyramids so we can go intergalactic to every other planet. What if that was the thing, though? What if it was built so perfectly that was like the point? The sun hit a certain way, and boom, you're anywhere. I mean, that's like magic, though. <laughs> that goes beyond <laughs> space. Who knows? We don't know. We uh, think it's magic know, I mean, to them. It's just normal time travel. Yeah, it's the like interstellar line. No, like, what do you mean? What do you mean magic? I've, I've been here like four well, times. What you describe as magic, we describe as like everyday normal. Like shit. they're not three dimensional; they're five dimensional in that movie. Well, that's just too much for my little brain to comprehend. <laughs> <laughs> but that's where I think of it. Like when I think of intelligent life, it's like no. I'm not gonna lie. If I was ever trapped, if we were ever trapped in a rocket, that'd be a great experience. Us three oh going God. through a black hole, and Eric's just ah! <laughs> my, fucking, my fucking head would explode. <laughs> fucking freaking all fuck of out. our heads would explode. It's a black hole. Well, hopefully we're in a some sort of like 
contraption. I want to say I a mean, rocket of the, some sort. We're just going to fucking some launch sort. our bodies into fucking space. We would be fucked. <laughs> I, I promise we'll get off this topic eventually. That is, I, in a movie, another Nolan movie, that is one of the scariest I've ever felt in a theater. Like, the movie is so action-packed and it's so awesome. What movie? So, Interstellar. And I think oh, with... Um, it's so beautiful with Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. So it is a beautiful movie. I think it's incredibly well shot. you shared. don't cry at the end of that movie, you're not a... I just mean like how it looks. <laughs> I didn't cry. You're fucking crazy. I just I love... Shed a thug tear. I, I just love the movie. But it's like, movie. the point where I was just like, my blood went cold in the theater is when he realizes what he has to do. When he presses the eject button off the rocket. You've seen the movie, right? Mm-hmm. And he's falling into like whatever that black black hole darkness <laughs> black is guy. and there's no sound and you just hear his breath like going over his face as he's falling into nothingness I was like shit is real oh, shit is fucking real oh, <laughs> I literally was just like blood cold like staring at the screen like please end this like this is <laughs> worse than any horror movie I've ever seen <laughs> it is like a fucking chilling but the, they make it seem like beautiful, like he's doing the, and then, you know, he sees the lights get bigger and it looks like a city. And then he realizes that time is a fifth dimension and Tars is talking to him. So they end it beautifully. But like in the moment, I was just like, fuck yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I just, all that shit. I mean, even the smartest people, this is, I mean, it's past anyone on this planet's comprehension yes. at this point. Like, yes. yeah. Even the smartest people in the world just like, we look like idiots. Like, it's just like, there's just so much that we deep. just haven't even. We can't reach. So if you can't reach it or we, you can't get any like We didn't come up with the it. concept of it until Stephen Hawking. Yeah. We couldn't even think of the concept of an expanding universe. Now you're going to tell me that we can travel to an expanding <laughs> universe. It's crazy. People have done it. Other we, not people, not <laughs> us, but like other beings. I feel like there I feel like there has to have been. Maybe. I don't yeah. know if they've came to ground level and that we have witnessed them. Yeah. Is really where my UFO idea kind of like. I feel like if it. They're, they don't have the means of transportation that looks like how anything we can fathom. Anything yeah. we can. No. like I think it's more like Men in Black where they have the fucking marbles. <laughs> yeah, might be. I mean, I don't think it's, for instance, like, you know, like the old or just in like cartoons, like old UFO style. Where yes. It's just a little glass. Like, I don't think that's how it's going to be. I don't for one second think it's going to be like someone just looking through glass like yeah like <laughs> fucking floating around in a little flying saucer like I do not think it's that like but like that's that. all the videos you always see like it's a light and then it duh, 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 and then it's gone it's like mm. I mean it's in a circular shape but it's like I don't know it's just I mean, one of those things you see lights sometimes in like a triangle have you ever seen a rifle a rifle a rival oh. the, the alien movie uh-uh. terrifying Let's see, because it was what? How many? How many in the post that you sent me? UFO sightings was it? I think I saw somewhere. I don't know if you sent him this post. UFO sighting like reports by U.S. troops skyrockets to over five hundred. Five hundred. So I mean, you kind of yeah, you see that you kind of take into consideration that you know maybe these guys are at war, so. You know, you kind of have to take that into a little bit. Their their head might be fucked up a little bit. You know, whatever war does to your mental and your psyche and all that shit. But, I mean, 
the numbers keep on going up. Maybe it's people just making claims just for whatever reason. But at a certain point, there's got to be some truth to it. It can't be just 500 people just full of fucking shit. No, I think 500 people saw something. UFO only stands for yeah, unidentified, unidentified yeah. flying. I think objects. 500 people saw something that they don't understand, or maybe close to it. Some of them might be lying, yeah. but. It could be like, like you both are saying. It could be the three hundred and the other one. But I mean, like, if oh, it's true, they said this. Okay, yeah. If it's but truth, it could be drones. It could be yeah, military equipment. It could be anything. Yeah, especially people in you know the military. I think it's more like, for instance, like the Area Fifty One stuff. I mean, have you more seen that, that Bob Lazar stuff? Any of that, like Bob Lazar documentaries or anything like that? Like, apparently, he was a guy that worked for Area Fifty One and. He worked like he tried. They he was a scientist that the U.S. government got to try and figure out what these unidentified uh, or UFOs were and all this shit. And you know, it was just shit that was beyond anyone's fucking comprehension. That that we have as a government, like UFOs, like things that we have that is not from this planet. That is just. I would love to. The Roswell, New Mexico stuff. I mean, still doesn't. Yeah, the Bob Lazar stuff. I think it's on Netflix. Like, the, and he had he was on Joe Rogan's podcast, and he's been he's made his media run. Is that the shit. guy that Rogan asked about it, and he likes kind of deflects? No, no, he. They, I think he was this is the guy that open. goes more into it. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's one pretty, guy I always see the clip where he's like, "You worked at Area 51, right?" And he's like, uh, "I'm not. I can't confirm or deny if I." Yeah, no, he him. he's pretty. He's open about oh, it. Okay. And they do a documentary on him on Netflix and shit like that. But I mean, alien. Yeah, I mean, at that a certain guy, point. <laughs> I'm fucking ancient alien. It's got to be UFOs. It's like, oh my god, with the big crazy fucking hair and shit. Oh man, see when it's guys like that talking, it's kind of like oh, man. they ruin it for everybody else. Like good, bad conspiracy <laughs> theories ruin good ones. Like, but I don't know. Maybe it's just also like I'd like to believe that that shit is like. I want to be with you. I mean, it I, like to, I like to believe that shit that that is like, like we're right there. Like it is literally the a, a matter of like when they want to fucking show themselves to us and fucking let them know, let us know that we're here. I mean, imagine, that's what I like. To imagination be. plays a big part in all this yeah, as well. For sure. And creativity. We have yeah. movies. We yeah. have movies that let, like literally the whole concept of them is that they are walking amongst you. And you don't even know. Yeah. Huh. Men in black. Like literally like, yeah, that's the entire point of the movie is I mean, I have seen some pretty fucking ugly people, too, that look like aliens, so it makes sense. <laughs> the best line in that movie, <laughs> oh, shit. the best line in that movie is the the end of the first one, where he's like, yeah, we got it, when he's picking up the tabloids to investigate alien sightings. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, we got to go to the Chicago Bulls. He's like, who? And they're like, Rodman. They're like, it's not a great disguise. <laughs> well, fucking Frank, the little dog. Little great disguise. That's a great disguise for an alien. <laughs> the fucking it's in the second movie. Is it in the second one where he picks up, starts fucking shaking him? The and second shit. one. <laughs> it's on Orion's belt. Fucking weak. Oh man, good stuff. Good stuff. But also <laughs> like shaking a pug. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> the scene. The scene is fucking. Just seeing Tommy Lee Jones shaking a pub, and then Will Smith is like everyone's just looking. Like, Will Smith. He, he owes him money. <laughs> he owes my friend money. <laughs> but like, I also again to your point, like. My dad worked for NASA. He's always had, like, an affinity for space. So, like, he, you know, put that on me on a young age. So, like, that opened my curiosity to that shit. At it's a incredible. Much, at a much younger age. And I'm just, like, like, I'm at a point where I just feel like it can't not be possible. Like, it's just, like, to the point oh, where yeah. it's, like, with all the information that we have on how the universe is, like. It's expanding. How do you, how do, how is. This, it's infinite. Yeah, this is, they're just. I cannot not believe that this is not now. True. It's just a matter of time, time, because we know space expands, but we don't know how time works with the space 
expansion. How they work together in unison. Yeah. We we have not still trying to we have not gra- ga- <laughs> grasped the concept of a fourth dimension of We're like still trying to how to see time as a as a physical thing. Yeah. Like we can we can measure uh space and we can measure time, but we can't we can measure space in area. We can't measure time in, in area. Bro, that shit is fucking unfathomable. That's why the movie is so fucking good. Like, cause he tried. He tried to fucking show you, like, how maybe. Bro, let's just go out to space. Fuck it. Yeah. I'm sure there's some. We've gone programs. to the moon in 1969 and haven't. We went to the moon in 1969. 1969. Good old even. 1970, but one year sooner. Good old even Stevens movie. Yeah. Um, that was the shit. But, but like, we haven't gone to Mars. And that's really where it's like, our, like I would love to think we're fucking right there. Yeah, but you know, different. But we at- can't get to the fucking next planet. <laughs> different atmospheres. You know, people are pretty sensitive as far as like the type of environment that they need to survive and thrive in and shit yeah. like that. So you know, I get that because the moon is just, you know, it's not really much to it as far as like. Well, there's not an atmosphere. Exactly. So you just kind of. It's a rock. But what movie the, was but uh, Mars is more recent. It's a planet. Or the moon is a shallow fucking. <laughs> you fucking shallow read shell. My mind. The Nolan Emmer- the no- <laughs> Nolan Emmerich movie. Um, who's the Who's the star in that movie? I don't know why I'm Sam blanking. from Game of Thrones. <laughs> Samuel. He he's the way, Sam yeah. Tarly is the, oh, he's, the he's the he's the hero at the end. But who's the who's the actor? Is that Halle Berry in, in someone else? Halle Berry is in it as well. It's fuck. What else is that guy in? I cannot think of his name right now. You know what other movie is pretty good? Fucking uh, Look Up, the one with... Don't Look Up. Don't Look Up. Bro, that movie... It's more of a political movie, fucking but... Fucking phenomenal, though. It was pretty damn good. Takes takes a shit on some of your uh, your leaders. Or your but it does Moonfall. Make, it, is, it, it Moonfall. Makes, that was a good fucking movie. No, no, uh, no it wasn't, but... <laughs> I mean, for like what we're talking about, it was a good movie. No, like, I don't mean to like shit on the like. It's just not like it's a good. Yeah, it's a good space movie. If you just want a popcorn movie to watch space. Yeah. Like gravity. It's like one it of looks those. cool. Yeah. It's one of those. It's not like his and the same director made Independence Day, which I think is a vastly more superior fucking movie than Moonfall. Yeah. Independence Day is like one of my favorite movies of all time. Really? Yeah. I love that movie. It's also one of the earlier movies I remember like watching over and over. Uh like I, we had it at the house. But when the alien fucking controls that crazy hair guy, when the, Area Fifty One, yeah, they're dissecting him and he fucking raps his and he's talking to the guy. What is what is, what's the, the line he says? The he's like, release me. Bro, love that movie. That movie kind of gave. I'm, I'm not gonna lie, that movie kind of scared me a little bit. I mean, as a kid, it came out yeah. like we were like, like one or two. Holy shit! Is it ninety four, ninety six? One of those two. Yeah, that shit was a little, a little creepy, a little spooky to me, but I've grown up now. Doesn't scare you as much? No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. We he's never a, got to. He's a that, growing boy. Who that uh, actor was? Let me find him real quick. Just because I couldn't think of his name, he's in a bunch of shit though. Patrick Wilson. There you go. Patrick it's Willis. Patrick Wilson, from the Conjuring movies, Insidious movies. The guy, the main guy. The main guy. He really did make a living out of just being in those movies of possession and shit, didn't he? Yeah, yeah I mean, he was fan of the opera. He's He's big in that. He's the the. He's not the Phantom, but he's the yeah, the, the other yeah, guy. Oh shit, he is. Yeah. See, he's always around. Gerard Butler is. is the, he's the always Phantom. fucking around. Just. Damn. He's always around ghosts. <laughs> Phantom <laughs> of the Opera. 
Always fucking around. <laughs> that movie yeah. too. He's the first one. Uh, in Moonfall. Not to spoil you short. He's the first one that dies. Well, Dead. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. Oh no, he doesn't. He doesn't die first in that movie. Does he die second? He doesn't even die in that oh. movie. But it's just <laughs> watch the movie. I mean, it's not like probably won't, but I'll watch it. It's pretty good. I'll watch it. I think you would enjoy it. It's not like you know. It's not like oh my it's god, not groundbreaking yeah. filmmaking. <laughs> but it's you know, if you're have nothing else to do and you just happen to scroll by it, it's a good little watch. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll I'll give it a watch. I don't want to shit on a movie I haven't seen, but everyone I I trust with their movie opinions was like, it's a Nolan Emmerich movie. <laughs> it is a movie. <laughs> Which if you it's like, it's this an movie. interesting concept. I should say it's like yeah, I've the, heard the concept. The, the is, movie is itself cool. is like you know, like you're saying, it's just like a movie, but. The concept, you're like, oh wow, I'd never really thought of it that yeah, way. Yeah, space movies have a good like. Once you like, once you see like what it's saying as the concept, you'd be like, holy fuck. Yeah, that I wonder is, if that could. I be... do know like, that got spoiled for me. I do know what you're. Yeah, it's about. like holy fuck. Could that be a thing? But like the way they do it, you, I feel like you would enjoy. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Good little watch. If yeah, right. if anyone hasn't seen Moonfall. Moonfall. Yeah. There you go. Um, UFC. Last let's get topic. Into, let's get into some UFC talk real quick, just because they had. Uh, let's address the thing first well, before we. Ah, before fine. We... So the UFC's president Dana White was involved in a domestic violence. When was this? New Year's New or Year's Eve. New Year's Eve? The New Year's Eve party, New Year's Day party, whatever. Um, video surfaced where him and his wife get into a physical altercation. His wife hits him, and as every man should never do, he hits his wife back. Um, it's pretty much the only thing the video sees cuts out after that. doesn't really show much before you don't know how, how long they were arguing. You don't know anything else about it. That's just the context in the video. It's a good 10, 15 second clip. Dana is seen talking to his wife. His wife hits him, looks at her, hits her right back. Yeah. So a lot of, uh, uh, everyone, you know, becomes a commentator on this type of stuff, which whatever. But people were like, I think it was more surprising that he brought his wife out in public. Uh-oh. <laughs> and I thought that was a pretty big low blow. Because <laughs> they're not a public, like, they're not, like, an out-there couple and stuff like that. But to say somebody, you're more surprised that he was seen with his wife than he was for beating his wife is fucking... Uh, Fucked up. That's a tough, that's a oh, tough accusation to kind of throw Jeez. on somebody. Because they've been together, I mean, what? I think it's like 27 years. Him and his yeah, wife forever. have been together? Yeah. Long, long, long fucking time. Um... Yeah, what I mean, the old adage of like, if you can do that in public, imagine what you do in private. I mean, am I shocked? No. Am I disappointed? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I like Dana as a personality. Sometimes I think he says funny stuff. Yeah, like, but I was never like, I never looked at him as like this fucking. Beacon of light. Yeah, this compass (laughs) to follow, like morality. Yeah. Uh, Am I surprised that the fucking president of the UFC might have a domestic violence issue? Like, or the also president yeah. or co-founder of a slap competition? Yeah, like... Boom! Great yeah, he's into combat sports. <laughs> Am I shocked that he's got some pent-up aggression? Wow. No. <laughs> oh, man. But I'm, not the, I'm also not the police or the moral police. Yeah, so, well, I mean, he came out and said, like, you know, nobody should be defending me. Like, I fucked up. I, I do mean, think he, he addressed all, it very well. He said, all he, the said right he said, didn't he say, like, there's no defense for putting your hands on Yeah, he, he basically yeah, he straight said, up was yeah, like, and I don't. He said, any fighter that should, that's defending me or anybody that's defending me, don't. Like, there's this is no reason to, 
you know, come to my defense, like this, that, whatever. I fucked up, and I mean, he came straight out, and and, yeah. and his wife came out and said that like this was an isolated incident. Yeah, Which, let's, and, let's know, hope that's true. Yeah, and again, you again, we don't know. We don't. You take it with for what it is, and we don't know exactly. Like you said, the only thing we see is a little fifteen second clip. Yeah, you don't so know. You don't know any dialogue from they, and neither one of them really gave much into what happened, what digressed throughout this conversation, what led up to it. It's just like, oh, this happened and and I like the way he came out and basically was more on talking about like um what it is personally versus like his personal life versus business life. He was talking like his people were like, Oh, what do you think um what a punishment would be? He was like, What do you think a punishment should be? Like I have to deal with this in my personal life. There's nothing really in my professional life that matters versus this right now. He's like, what are you going to do, suspend me? He's like, I wanted to walk away from this. So that's fine. That doesn't take from the fact that stuff to deal with that. Yeah, this, it's a great, like a weird, terrible area where it's like where do, you know, not cancel culture, so to speak, but where do like people who want to see justice. Yeah, and stuff like that. Well, it's not a legal matter. It's not going to be a legal yeah. matter. Um. And it's more like it's it is more of a personal issue, but you know personal issues can't shouldn't be something like it shouldn't be an automatic removal of well you they're allowed to keep their professional thing and just punish them personally like yeah. like some people do like unfortunately need to have things especially when you're a public figure too yes. it makes it that much more difficult to you know just and I'm not personal stuff what the right call is yeah. there I'm just saying like. If there is a, you know, like the Weinstein situation, like obviously there's legal action there, yeah. so that goes. But if there wasn't, if we just knew all of this stuff, like you still would probably see that they would lose a lot. Of- I mean, kind of more like, I mean, like the Louis stuff is more kind of along those lines where there's not really much legal action. It's just like he was doing something that was kind of, you know, yeah, off-putting to some people and... You know, but what I mean, it's more of like a morality thing that it's like, well, there's no morality police. Like, you can't go and fucking punish him for what he was doing. Like, he's going to get public shame for it and, you and, know, and things like that. But and, people do punish them. Like, he did lose, like, shows. Yeah, and he but, lost money. Yeah. And that, but that's, I mean, that's where you're going to get the, the punishment, the public yeah. shame and shit like that. That's where you lose out. But, like, you're not going to In the eyes of the time. law, like, yeah, I was beating my dick on the phone. Like, how how am I going to get in trouble for that? Like, I mean, maybe like a basic sexual assault charge, but I mean, if that though, like, sexual harassment more. Than yeah, that, that would probably be fall along more the lines of that. But, but I'm not a police. I, yeah, I don't know. but I mean, that's what I'm like. The Dana White thing kind of falls more in that line. You know, obviously domestic violence is a little you know bigger of an issue than than what Louis C.K. was doing. But you know, again, to your point, like what you know. There's no like. There's no legal action. Diff- there was no. There was you know no police involvement or anything like that. So she's not know, pressing charges. Like what do you you know yeah. you're just gonna be mad like, to be mad and that's you know again you bash his name he might he and, might and you if you're somebody who looks at that video and you're disgusted and you're mad you have every, every right, right to, to be, be of yeah. course but it, and it's up on you on when you want to forgive that person or never yeah, forgive or that n- person. This kind of goes back into the same like we were talking about last week with Chris Brown. Yeah, it's one of those things where it is wrong. We're gonna always, we all agree. That's always this is, gonna be attached. This to is you. this is wrong, but it's something that is attached to you personally. And even Dana White said it as well. Like this is something that I have to deal with forever. This yeah. isn't this isn't like a oh am I like am I supposed to be? He even says what am I supposed to be fined? 
you act like I don't have money. That's not the issue here. He was basically like... Yeah, that would be a dumb thing. Yeah, like... If ESPN or UFC came out and was like, we're finding him a million dollars. Yeah. Like, money... Does that pay for... Correct. That basically (laughs) is making it worse, saying, okay, you could just pay your debts. Like, you're wrong. You could pay it off and boom. You're good in the eyes of whoever said you were wrong. But that's like more... It goes... I feel like it falls in line more of the, like, morality police. No, yeah, for sure. I only have to deal with this issue of Dana White, you know... uh, domestic violence situation with his wife when I think of Dana White or when I see Dana White or when I watch a UFC event. Dana White has to think about that. Every day. With that all day, every day. For the rest of his life. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where, like, you know, some people are lack of conscious and some people are very much okay with being monsters. He doesn't seem like the type of person who's going to fucking... Yeah, I don't think he does things maliciously or, like, you know, I, I feel like it, cl- it clearly showed maybe it was just a PR move, but it clearly showed that at least like he he didn't say like it didn't happen. Yeah. He didn't be like, this is no big deal. Or he was, or he didn't try to say like he was in the right or like, oh, but she hit me. He didn't try to do any of that shit. He wasn't he trying to cover it. his ass. He, he was just it. he was like, listen, this happened. He handled it the best way you possibly could. And un- yeah. as unfortunate as it is for some people to hear. Yeah. Like, yeah. And I mean, like in all like. Just being honest, like people have a breaking point. I'm sure there was alcohol involved at some point in that night too. So you have to, you know, kind of take into consideration like everything that's gone on. And again, it's not excusing what he did or anything, but like at the end of the day, we're all fucking people. People are going to fuck up. And that was just a major fuck up that was caught on camera. He's a public figure like that. Just everything that, you know, builds up in that situation is, you know, leads to this. So, I mean, and I mean, and it's fucked up to say, but in reality, if he wasn't a public figure, we this video would him. never yeah. surface. Would this never would be a normal there fucking. There would be no cameras on him. Correct. If he was a normal. It was. Yeah. It would well, be. That, it'd be like, a fucked up situation that happens. And, and, and there's, there's a, a lot of that going. Yeah, on. Yeah. And there's no public. There's no public shame in that either. It's just a dude. If it's not Dana White, it's just a dude that hit a chick and then while they were drunk, and like that's, it's and wrong. No but one else thinks. No one else point, knows yeah. this. No one else sees it. More about it. No one fucking. But and that's more of the issue that we deal with. Correct. Than we do with celebrities. Yeah, like if a celebrity does it. They try to, for instance, they did the same thing with Chris Brown thing. They try to make examples out of them. Yeah, they try to crucify the They try to make shit. it them the worst thing it, in the world. I think some of the reason people try to make examples of these people is because these are the people that we push up to yeah. be examples for in, in positive ways. So when they fuck up, people like, uh, like, like, you know, the domestic violence is an issue in this country, in the world. Um, so when there's somebody public that has that happen to them, the person that we've pointed to and being like, this person's awesome. Look at this person's gifts. Look at this person's yeah, talents. We gave you the fame, the money. And then they do life. that. You hold them to a certain, a, a higher kind of level of standard than everybody else because, this because of that. Well, because you, because people put this perception in your, in your head that like, if you fame are, equals I, I, good. yeah, if you're at a certain status, if you have money, if you're famous, you must be a great person. You must, when it's like, no, that's just, not you, which if you've ever had encounters with famous people, a lot of them are not fucking, yeah, the nicest like, people or you just see how they got there for instance a lot of famous people I'm not saying all of them were the lowest of the low stepping on people their whole way up you know like they did what they had to do to make it yeah and it's not you know it's more on morality than well because legal, and i also but, feel like you know people who are doing shit for fame is a different like if you just have a natural talent and people boost you up Based on your talent, that's one thing. But if you have a, you have a, 
you know, you're a pretty talented person, but like you have to do the extra stuff to get to where you want to get to and the level you want to get to. That's where people start, you know, well, what am I willing to do or what am I willing to sacrifice to? I know I have the ability, but I need an extra push to get to where I want to get yeah. to. Who am I going to fuck over? What am I, who am I going to step on? Like what dirty shit am I going to do to get to that point? Or am I just going to be satisfied where this is where my talent has taken me? It's a pretty good life. And, you know, and I'm just content here. Most people, you know, if they have that opportunity in front of them and they're on the cusp of, you know, maybe boosting their legacy or this, that, whatever reason, then, you know, they might, if they think they can get away with it, do some foul shit and, oh, but look at me, like, and you let the PR people handle your image and shit. Yep. And no, that's just the there's fucking... There's a lot of disgusting people yeah, out there. Yeah, that's just the fucking reality of entertainment and getting being famous and politicking and shit like that, that. And when you're famous, you get the battery in your back that you can always get away with this kind yep. of stuff. Yep, until you fucking can't. Completely off topic, but Elvis had to go through similar situations. No, I'm just kidding. I mean, a lot of celebrities. We watched Elvis. This is a decent point. We watched Elvis where uh, there's a point near the end of the the film where they're like, Kind of ragging on him a bit. They're joking about his waistline. Mm-hmm. He, had, he had put on some pounds, been on you know substances and stuff like that. And they're like, Drugs. there's like over a radio, some girls like kind of commenting on him, and they make make a joke about his waistline. And Jacob goes, "Damn, even Elvis was getting they're fucking ruthless." <laughs> and I was like, he was kind of like the first celebrity to kind of go through yeah, that. Like, he was the first poster child. Like he was the first person that we propped up to the fucking moon, and then start tearing the beat him up around. as we fucking as he fell. As but he that, descended I mean, from the... That's the, that's the price of fame. People, we, people... He didn't know that, though. Yeah, well, because that's the first one. But people give you the fame, and then once people, the masses, are over it, then... No money, since, no problem. Since we've given you the fame, we feel entitled that we can now take it away, pick at you, bash on you, do this, when it's like, you know, maybe, is that right? Probably not, you know, do you, and that's where, again, that's where a lot of the gray area yeah. is that we give people these platforms, but then once they fuck up and we don't see that, like, we see that they are human just like us, they just happen to be extremely talented in one area, then we feel the need to fucking, oh, now let us bring you back down to earth and be the fucking righteous people. And it's like, come on now. Like, yeah. That's why I say, and again, I've said this before, like putting people and celebrities and athletes and singers on pedestals is, has always been an odd thing to me. Like the way that people like will idolize someone just because they're really good at throwing a football or they can hit notes that most people can, or it's always been like a fucking, it's the relatability factor though. Like, uh, with with artists more like we look at the art that they make and draw conclusions of who they are as a person. Like, oh, they were, they felt they made this, so they must have been feeling this. And I felt this, and this song makes me feel this. So I can, I, you have a connectivity to these people. You feel like there's a common thread, which is why people idolize these people. Like, oh, you have all these ideas and these emotions that I have, and you can create this mm-hmm. with it. You know, with athletes, it's more of like the suspension of one disbelief. Like, when you fall in love with a player, it's more of like a, it's everything that surrounds that player. You know, it's you looking up the, their interviews and their stuff like that and who they are as a person more than just their skill. I think nowadays, I think back in the day, like somebody could just be really talented and mm. you were a big fan. Of well, them. it's always going to be the skill gets you, but then it's like the Michael Jordan want. thing. Like people like Michael Jordan because he was really good at basketball. And then what elevates Mike other than being really good is the the cool factor, the sneakers, 
the like everything around Mike, mm-hmm. the aura around Mike made him special. Yeah. With LeBron, it's you know, it's the family man thing. It's always you know, it's the having the hype up to the nines and then delivering. You know, it's mm-hmm. that there's that it factor with all of these guys that makes people like so right. fanatic over them. With also with athletes, the the word fanatic, like that, what yeah. fan means yeah, is fanatic. fanatic. Yeah. It's an animalistic. We just want to root for a common team with a jersey like right. name on the front. So when we're all rooting for something, it becomes this very like it's a group, it's a family it's, type. It's setting. war. It's like animalistic. It's like cult like where mm-hmm. you're rooting for your group of people and everyone who's not in this room, fuck them. Yeah. Us against the world type shit. Yeah. yeah. And to your point, also as a person, you feel like personal connection to athletes as well. Being anyone that plays a sport, you idolize someone who. You know, you know what it takes you know to what hit it, one jump shot. Well, you know what it is. Yeah, you know what it is. Like, for instance, like you said, to hit a jump shot or you do these actions and you're like, this person, I am here. This person could do it at this level. Yeah. And you're just, it's just, you're amazed by like, this is a fucking, that's incredible. Like, how can someone be that good? And the more you play sports, the more you're just like. You you're know, more if, you're amazed by it. Yeah, if you're not delusional. Like, some people are like, if I was 6'8", I'd be LeBron. It's like, shut the fuck up. Like, <laughs> so many things that like, he had to work on and get lucky. Right. And, like, yeah, it's everything a, that goes into what he is is not something that you just, oh, if I was tall, I'd do. No. The fucking, half the NBA is fucking 6'8". <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah. No, it's still the best of the best. There, I mean, like, don't get me wrong, I I wouldn't be someone who said that exact thing. I don't. But you could be. I wouldn't compare myself. I wouldn't compare myself to LeBron. It's normal to be like I. I would be better if I was taller. If I was six eight, yes, that I do say all the time. I was like, if I was six eight, my game and my packages would become completely different. Yeah, jelly and fucking yamming. What? If I had my jumping ability, just grew to six eight. I don't want to say it, but I'm gonna say it. I'd be in the fucking league. Like what? Six like six eight. There's more that goes into the league than dunking. I know, jumping. but I got that fucking. Sh- I can shoot. I can, like a, I can dribble. I can dunk pass. I can do it all. Filled with a lot of guys who aren't really in the league. Could do it all. No, I'm just Man. kidding. I'm not saying I'd be an all star out here, but I'd ride the bench. I don't give a fuck. Right, but, but some people think that they would. Some people are like, "You give me that height, and I'd be the fucking man." So. Nah, I don't. I don't honestly like. I don't have that delusion where I feel like I'd be fucking to the Kyrie to the fucking <laughs> maybe yeah to the fucking LeBron all their fucking like that level of players circling back real quick I think that's why people have the the fanaticism they have over Curry and, and oh. Kyrie is because they feel like more normal than, smaller, guy, smaller yeah. in the NBA yeah and then you meet them and you're like oh you're 6'3 oh, I mean but that yeah. that's for instance why so many people were drawn to like the I, I, Isaiah Tom I Isaiah, Isaiah Thomas, Thomas Reggie Miller, AI. or AI. AI. AI yeah. was like the one that's like everyone was like, oh, this little guy. Yeah, AI is like the realistic. Like if you were super talented and you had a work ethic, like yeah. it, it could work. Yeah. Because AI barely six foot, fucking not, maybe six not, one. No, not six foot. Have you ever seen him in person? Oh, well, I mean, he could just shrink. Damn. Happens in older age. But He's yeah. probably pushing like 5'10". Yeah, like everyone who's in the league, <laughs> they, says, have like, like, they list him at six. They have him at six one. I'm pretty sure. They list him at that, and then yeah, but the NBA until recently, I think it was in like 2019 or 2018, like that they relisted or they remeasured everyone and gave them their true height. You could just and put it saw, on a piece of paper. Yeah, and you saw people losing two inches. Yeah, people that they were have, seven feet tall are six now foot. six ten. Forty-seven, six foot tall. KD and and LeBron didn't have to do it. No, they, but they also didn't. They didn't have to do it. They didn't have to do oh. it. They didn't have to resubmit. Mm-hmm. KD will never resubmit his height. 
What is he, he's a he doesn't like right he now. doesn't like the idea of being a seven footer. Why? Something he's always pushed back on. Apparently, like he's like when people are like you're seven one, he's like shut the fuck up. Like six eleven. I don't get it. I don't either. <laughs> fuck it. Give me a couple extra inches. I'll yeah, give he, a fuck. But he's just. I, I think he just. I don't know if it comes. He's got from, a guards mentality. He yeah, I think I don't, I don't know if it's from AAU days and people trying to stick him in the paint. Or yeah, maybe. Could be. He'd maybe. probably be like. Couldn't be a small forward. You'd be a power forward. Like or if the at if that the point. the thing came out that like he was seven one and they were like let's small ball five him like he would be like fuck you, yeah maybe but no I mean he's at the I point do that to AD yeah AD he can do like, whatever he wants yeah. like AD you think could but they still small ball five him yeah well because because oh, he's so fucking good like he literally could be like one of the best five players if yeah. he just dedicated to being a small ball five he and stayed healthy yeah yeah well you know. He starts doing too fucking much trying to play on the perimeter, working muscles that he doesn't fucking... Jokic, though. MB, that's just where the league is. Yeah, but... It's just talent. Jokic has a different skill set that allows him to do that more at a... He's a better passer. At a higher clip than than AD. Like, AD needs to keep his ass closer to... I'm not saying don't shoot the three, don't step out occasionally, but, like... That is your bread and butter. That's where you're going to fucking cause the most damage. Stick your ass in the fucking yeah, paint. Yeah, mid-range to... You're pick. the mismatch. Yeah. Yeah. Like, your ability to lean on people fade away and hit that jumper is what makes you, like, special. Yeah. But Jokic, in his mind, he's always the yeah. guard. Jokic can... Remember, he was he 6'11". Up, yeah, he came up as a, in high school. He was a yeah. guard. But Jokic is... He has the skill set of a point guard. He just happens to be fucking seven feet tall. But he makes it work in his body. I think Embiid might be, like, the fucking... When it comes Which to just pure, ball, he is balling. But when it comes to pure talent, right yeah, when it comes to pure talent, he might be one of the most talented players we've ever seen. Someone didn't play basketball until fucking what was he like eighteen? Sixers just can't fucking get it together. No, I'm not worried though. You say that the last the East though, years. like I'm just saying, like to getting into the playoffs and oh where, yeah, where no, we play, be. yeah. And then once we're in the playoffs, like Embiid's the best player on the planet. So best player on the planet usually wins a couple series. Best player on the planet. He's the best player on the planet right now. He's balling. I'd better say, than Luca. I'd say Luca. Better than Giannis. Giannis. But it's those three. Yeah, I'd Jokic. say. And but and you got to throw. For instance, just the. Would you say Jokic? But they're on the other side. Well, Luka and Jokic uh, are on yeah. The other side. For instance, okay. if we if we take out the West, if we're just talking about the four East fucking crazy All Stars that they were about to have, if KD didn't get hurt, KD's fucking balling. Yeah. Jason Tatum. Yeah. Embiid, Giannis. But I would say Embiid's more talented than Tatum. Embiid is. I think Embiid's a better. Not a polished basketball player, but Embiid's the better, like... Well, I just feel he's all a little around. bit more... Yeah, I was I, about to say more he's physically a, he's imposing. A, yeah, he's the most physically imposing. I mean, Giannis is up there because Giannis I plays... I think it's Giannis and Embiid are the two Giannis best players. Plays, Giannis plays a lot bigger than he is, like, physically. Giannis is a big fucking dude. Don't yeah, but he's wrong. only 6'10". He's not what people think he is. Well, it's not the height. I'm talking about just the mass. Like Embiid the, is a fucking... He's a thick dude. That is a fucking seven one fridge. 300 pounds. Like, that is a brick wall coming at you, like... Yeah. That's basically I I look at Embiid and I compare him to Shaq. Like you just see that. I mean body type. That's really the only yeah. person you can you just, compare. You just you just see Shaq that's just more the, fluid. That's why their battles are so fun to watch. To watch Embiid and, and Giannis. Yeah, them banging it. down there. It's just like what the because it's, it's a styles clash. Because they're kind of similar with ball handling bigs, but they're not. Like I mean, jo- uh, Joel Embiid is a little bit more. He can finesse. yeah he could go outside a little bit more and be more. Effective. He's more touch. Yeah. Which is which is weird because he's bigger. Yeah, which is like, oh shit, all right, but 
Yeah, and Giannis is more of like I'm putting my head down and fucking putting or, my shoulder in your chest and fucking. Whereas if like I know everyone makes this joke, like if like if you just threw him into the low post, if you just threw him in the low post and he just two shoulders turn around and dunk, like even Giannis, as big as he is, is not standing. In oh front yeah, of no, him. I mean, but that's that's prime what, that's Shaq how might be the only person that's standing in front yeah. of that. Giannis is he's someone that does do that. Ben though. Wallace, that's, that's his play. Ben Wallace might get might get his ass thrown in the paint. Ooh. I don't know under Ben the, Wallace under the bucket. Yeah. Ben Wallace was a fucking four-time defensive player. Yeah, he was a fucking. He was Wallace. something to deal with, but even Shaq got Ben a couple times. Yeah, like Ben Wallace not, was not, a not fucking. Not the finals. Yeah, but <laughs> he was a, not when it mattered. <laughs> he was a force to reckon with, but Dwight maybe he was a big prime dude. Dwight. I think prime Dwight's more closer to prime Giannis. Like as physical, far as athletic, yeah, yeah. I mean, he and he was fucking athletic as shit, jumping yeah. through the fucking gym. Because Dwight played as you know Dwight. If, if Dwight, if grew Dwight up, would have been, for instance, like a play style of a Giannis or even in like an AD, he would, have changed the league. he would have been like that poster child to fucking ascend the league into that. He would have changed the league. But he was still playing as like yeah, a I mean, big, he, he dominant a, big. He's the last, he doesn't know. He was the last big man, like dominant big man, like back to the basket big man before. It DeAndre Jordan a little bit. No, I mean I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say nah. I don't think he was. That was that was pure off Lob City. They played the same type of style of basketball, but Dwight Howard was was a little bit more popular. No, it was the offense ran through Dwight. It wasn't DeAndre Jordan was like you throw it up. It was throw it in the paint when the double comes, pass it out. Yeah. Yeah. No, you just it wasn't even the majority of his baskets were scored lob it to him. That is it. No, I'm saying Dwight. Oh, Dwight, yeah, was just throw it and get the fuck out of the way. He'll, he'll figure his, something out. I was watching his whole his highlights though, back in Orlando. Like he was a fucking He was a menace. He doesn't he We he, didn't appreciate what he we gets had. under he's underrated for sure. He gets I, shit I, on I the I like that he like the almost the snub of the seventy five has like repowered people to be like, no, like he's one of the fucking seventy five. Yeah. Yeah. Like it almost like he put, needed to get slided for people to be like the, Shut I the think fuck it's up. fucked up that they put Anthony Davis over him though. Like that shit was fucking it was recency bias. He had just won the chip, and if you were projecting, Anthony uh, Davis had him. I was still, I, I feel still like the trajectory of Anthony Davis's career. He might, no, but if after, he's lucky, get another the, one. After the finals, though, people thought that's like, okay, here's LeBron. He's, he's the guy pass now. The torch yep. now. Like this is going to be AD's team. He's going to rip off a couple MVPs, maybe another title. Like he's going to, and it just didn't work out like that. But even to me, like the seventy-five list shouldn't be a projection list. It no, be, it, it shouldn't have been. But I think. It, it, he was in a weird area where it was tough to keep him off because, like, imagine, like, in 10 years how that's looked. Like, you saw what this guy – like, let's say Anthony Davis had stayed on that projection, what we thought he was going to be. If you had, like, 10 years later been like, all right, who's on the 75 list? Well, they didn't put AD. Well, was he, like, a rookie second-year guy? Like, no, he'd been in the league nine years. He had finished top five in MVP. He had just won a chip. Why didn't you put him on the list? Because Dwight Howard is a fucking three-time defensive NBA. Player. I agree with you. I'm just saying, like, it was it was a tough ask of people to. I don't know. know. Just I don't think it was tough at all. I think it was clear. As yeah, day. if it was just like was if, a, if it was, if it was very, just those two, I think it was a very clear. Like, but it wasn't just those two. Correct. That's my issue. If it was just those two, and it was like one or the other, and people are like, "Well, Anthony Davis is really good," and they picked him, I'm still not agreeing with it. But that's one thing. But when you look at the whole top seventy-five. The people they picked. But, it's like, no, no I offense mean, to the guys from the '40s and '50s. Like they that, meant but, a lot to basketball. But, but even then, but like I would put Dwight Howard over Patrick Ewing. Yeah. Like I don't even like, and I'm not saying that it's not a. You can't make an argument, but in my eyes, like, and I might be a little biased. I'm, I'll admit that, but I think. 
Dwight Howard was a better overall player, and I think it's pretty obvious. Like it pa- might not pa- be Patrick it Ewing might not went be. to a finals, and then he was injured on the Knicks team that went to the finals without him. Yeah, and I'm not saying like it's a wide margin, but I do think it is clear that Dwight was, Howard is better. He was than not Patrick a four-time Ewing. Defensive Player of the Year. He was not a you know all-time. He wasn't blocks. a slam dunk champion. He wasn't an all-time blocks guy. Like he he doesn't have those marks that we look to. To the kind admiral of, is. I mean, I feel like that's a little bit more of a conversation. Admiral's fucking good. He, that's what I'm He's saying. He's a top 75 player. But I feel like if he is, then I think Dwight Howard is as well. Yeah. They're almost on the same level. That's, yeah, playing. so I mean, like... Jokic didn't make it, right? No. Giannis didn't make it, or Giannis did I make it? I think he did. Yeah, he was an MVP. He made it. Every MVP made it, except... Every MVP. Uh, NBA. I think every MVP made it. Top 75. We'll wait. We'll, we'll get the... The hundred. The official. No, I'm just saying that when it gets to the hundred. Oh, and they do this yeah, again. Yeah, Giannis. Giannis is in there. Kareem, Ray Allen, Giannis, Nate Archibald. Yeah, again. Like, <laughs> what are we doing? No offense to those guys. Like, great for basketball. Billy but. Cunningham. But my my thing uh, with <laughs> my thing with the top seventy five is what are they going off of? Are they going off of what you meant to basketball? Points, what you meant, like your likability. What are they going off of? Because if it's straight, for instance, points or rebounds or assists, something that's like physically like you could see. Stats. Stats. Not stat padding, just physical stats that you see. Where do they get this list from? I mean, they have they have and I love Damian Lillard and they have him over Dwight Howard. Dame I, is not a top Dame is not I'm just I love no Damian. offense to I have Dame. a fucking Damian jersey. Like I'm not putting him in a top seventy five. Not yet. And maybe not he yet. He hasn't done enough. Like he's made I a couple him, conference finals. He has not done enough. L- like Dwight yeah. took a team to the NBA finals and was second in MVP and was a four-time defensive player of the year. And Led the league in rebounds and like at five, the end of the day and blocks and, like, blocks. When, it and com- dunks. when it comes to like the final thing for him, a he, first overall pick, he like, does have, you know, finally got his championship ring. So he could at least he retire. So, I mean, he could at least retire a champion. He's not like a Charles, but. You know. Yeah, but Charles was Ch- just Chuck's fucking. A, Chuck's yeah. a better player. He was just fucking. Yeah, he was I'm just nice saying, shit. Just saying. Chuck won an MVP in in Jordan's era, and it was deserved. Yeah, I'm looking at. I don't know. Maybe and again, just there, some of these. You old... will hear no Chuck slander from this podcast. <laughs> nah. We all appreciate yeah. what Chuck was as a player. Charles Sir Barkley Charles was that guy. Sir Charles was the man. Yeah, I just Carl Malone. Yeah, you got to have to. You I'm, I'm saying, Carl. but like, is Dwight Howard? I feel like that's a conversation between him and. I think and Carl's Carl Malone. better. Carl Malone's offensive game, man. He's like fourth in points or third in points. Third. Yeah. Fair enough. But I mean, my point though is like, there is. I mean, there's certain players that you have a shoe in as a top seventy-five player that I feel like if you put his their resumes with Dwight Howard's, they're pretty like the AD it's, one. It's, the Dame, it's really the modern guys. Like, did, I think Clay made it. Yeah, he did. Like, come I don't on. think he should have made it. Like what are we talking about? Yeah, I mean, no. he does have what does he have? Four rings. He now okay, not but, when the list was made. He had three yeah. rings, and he was never the best player on any of those teams. No, never the best. And player. he was the second best player on one of them. The first one. And you could argue Draymond was Did more he important. Make the list? Yeah, he yes, and he had to. Draymond's way more important to that dynasty than than Clay. Way more. Way more. Yes. The, the, to the dynasty? Draymond Kevin. did way more in the fourth ring. And Draymond was more important in the third, in the second and third ring. With getting KD, with 
you know, before it blew up with their relationship, you know, KD's kind of a loner and they don't really like, he wasn't like cool with all of them. And like Draymond was the bridge and he's a, a fucking dude you need in a locker room. Like he's the fucking guy. The bridge to Terabithia. Great movie. Dr- Draymond is like an Sad. underrated Sad movie. fucking. Cried for that too. He is, but he's also a it's fucking true. punk. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> That's fair. So this he's pod- an asshole. This, he's po- a, he's this a podcast he is, he will under- have some Draymond slander. He, he is underrated. I I have not personally ever liked Draymond. In more recent years, like when he's, I see him more on podcasts and more of his like. He's a funny guy. I still wouldn't want to give him insight. that. He gives good insight. He's got, he's he is like, a knowledgeable player. Yeah. You know, he knows basketball. I'm not going to say he's fucking. He he definitely knows the game of basketball very well. Yeah, but you can never take that from. Yeah, him. but you don't get to I the position he he is at. Yeah, no, not to the position. Not what I mean. People could say you know offensively he's trash, but he's not. Like he plays a role too. He's the he was the point forward. He was the the decision maker with the ball in his hands yeah. for those. Yeah, he was. Yeah, Steph. You know, Steph is a point guard. Wasn't he? Didn't even have the ball. He's coming off screens. It was all movement and Draymond reading the the play. Hito Turkoglu very underrated. Yeah. He shouldn't have made the top seventy five no. by any stretch of it. But he is very is very top seventy five. No, no. no. Oh, okay, I was about to be like, what the fuck? No, that would <laughs> no. Yes, <laughs> but Hito Hito was that guy. Hito was that guy. He was one. He. I mean, he is another one. Kind of the one of the first point forward type guys that. Huh? He could shoot the three. He was running the offense. Bigger dude. He was nice in two K too. I mean, two K. He's a baller. I feel like I don't. I don't know if it's necessarily the Orlando curse, but Orlando has had stars, and all three of them got got shunned from the top seventy five. All three of them. Tracy. Tracy didn't make it. Grant. Grant didn't make it. Dwight didn't make it. Wow. Orlando didn't have any player in the top seventy five. That was oh, like an Shaq. Orlando Magic player. Shaq. He's a Laker. We drafted him. He's known as a Laker. If if we're going base like the NFL. No, I'm saying like what you're known as. His yeah. Hall of Fame bust is a Laker. He has a statue in L.A. Yeah. Does he have his number retired in Orlando? Yeah, he came back. Moment of silence. He can't have anything nice. No. <laughs> Paolo. <laughs> he is fucking If falling. we get Paolo and Victor. Not good. me. I'm not a fucking Magic fan, but if the not. city of Orlando gets Paolo and Victor, <laughs> that will be two nice things that they better fucking I take care of. I don't think that's going to go like that. I think we're going to win too much. Well, it's the lottery. It doesn't matter. Yeah, but I mean, I know they got it now to where you're not necessarily rewarded for losing, but... They finished bottom four. They'll be fine. That's all a probability thing. Yeah. Ping pong's bouncing around. Let's see. The Magic are... Tankatron, I got it. 16 and 27. They would be fifth right now. They would have the fifth highest odds to win the number one overall pick. I guess crazier shit has happened. Uh-huh. New Orleans yeah, dropped, went from seventh to one, right? Yeah, because what's his name got hurt? He's out for a little bit, right? You know no, I'm saying out? when AD got hurt, oh. they went and got Zion. Yeah, they did. Houston has the number one. Houston doesn't deserve that. No, because they really do suck. Charlotte. That, I mean, who's I that? mean LaMelo. Jalen Green. Jalen Green. Yeah, Jalen Green. He's pretty so. fucking nice, but. Yeah. And the other guy with the. Oh, God. Who was the other one? They just drafted him. Fuck. The Rockets. The Rockets. Jabari. Mm. Jabari Smith. 
no. Kevin Porter Jr. There you go. I think Jabari is more. He's yeah. He's been he was drafted this past year, but Kevin Porter uh, and Sangoon. He's been pretty good too. You saw how Eric Eric Gordon said some shit like Eric Gordon. Yeah, he said something like pretty much just saying that we suck. There was no improvement. Like there is nothing positive to say about this team. Which sucks for him because you know you would like to see him. On He'll a, be a trade asset. Yeah. He'll be on the Lakers. Yeah, you'd like to see him, but <laughs> well, I don't want to see him that either because it's not a, a better situation. Uh, I guess it is slightly, but the Lakers have a pick swap, but they are have decent. Uh, they are like in the nine spot right now. The Lakers suck, fucking ass. Okay. <laughs> LeBron needs to get out of there. He's not going to. He'll never. To, he'll never ask for a trade. Nah, he's only leaving when Bronny gets in the league. Bronny, go to Orlando. So two games separate them from the eighth seed. The Lakers? The Lakers. <sighs> Three from the seven, four from the six, five from the five. Like they're they're all clustered up yeah. together. No. They still have a chance. They're not yeah, it's the top thirteen, you I know. Mean, from four to thir- from four to thirteen. Look. The fourth seed is twenty three and eighteen. The thirteenth seed is nineteen and twenty three. Yeah, it's a three game difference. I mean, I don't really pay attention to the NBA until after the All Star break, anyway. So, I just kind of like keep up, you know, just kind of see where everyone's at. Like, I saw that Portland was the number one seed for a while, and then they lost. Like now, they're the eleventh seed. Yeah, so I mean, that that's how clustered <laughs> the West is. Denver and Memphis are a team above the rest, and New Orleans is third. Nolens, I mean, they have talent. They, I mean, the they have Kings, a pretty good team. Know. And Zion, Zion's hurt though. Still, yeah, but I'm I'm fine. Zion will be fine. He's keep on keeps on pulling his hammies and shit. I'm I'm not worried. A hammy. Puller. I will buy all of your uh, Zion stuff. No, no, I'm I'm keeping. I'm just saying. He needs to fucking. He's averaged this season. He's averaged twenty six, seven, and five. He's he's gonna be just <laughs> fucking fine in his fucking second year playing. Oh shit! It's a big gay. Big fucking guy, McCanky. I'm I'm excited to watch Zion for years. Zion to Williamson. Hopefully he stays healthy. Yeah. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. All right, guys. Any last words? Anything that we would like to get off our chest before we sign off? No, I think that's for another it. episode of the No Hangover Podcast. Jacob, anything you'd like to say? Any message? Anything? Nothing. Can't can't give you all of uh, the information yet. Soon, coming soon. Okay, very uh, ominous. Um, that being said, you know, guys, speak about your mental health. It's okay to talk about it. Don't be hitting people. And space is a real fucking thing. And be honest in relationships. Tell and be you feel. fucking honest. Be yourself and women, on the very first date. Fuck it. Unless women, yourself is a bad, abusive person. No, well, still be yourself. Definitely that, be yourself in yeah, that so case. Well, don't do it. Well, don't do it, but still show. But save a woman from that. So <laughs> yes. be yourself. Let her make that decision. Women, if you hear this, <laughs> I'm saying a, a man, if a man is telling you who he is. Believe them. Believe, believe it. Believe them. <laughs> believe it. Stop trying to fix people. Just believe it and get the fuck out of there. And everybody love everybody. Deuces. Peace. <laughs>